Hello everyone and welcome to Honey Badger Radio. My name is Brian and this is the Fireside Chat and today we have a very special returning guest. It's been about two years about and uh, it is the amazing, I don't know how else to put it, <laughs> Reverend amazing. Jesse Lee Peterson. <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you, Jesse, for coming. Yes, thanks for having me, Brian. I appreciate it. Happy New Year to you. Oh, well, thank you. Yes, Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and White History Month and all that. I know. Uh, white History Month, July just feels white. <laughs> Do you celebrate White History Month? Um, I, I celebrate White History Month, yes, uh, especially in July. Right so, on. Fourth of July is one of my favorites. So, That's right. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, um. I first of all, I just want to say to the audience, if you guys have any questions for Jesse or anything that you want to run across him, go ahead and send us a super chat. I will read them at the half hour mark. We can only go for an hour today because Jesse's a very busy man. has a lot of people to save and, uh, you know, there's not enough hours in the day. So, um, but yeah, I will read your super chats if you guys have them. So the first thing I wanted to, to we've talked before. It was a while ago. At that time, I was living in living in Chicago under uh, Lori Lightfoot, and there were a lot of problems, riots and, you know, looting and violence. And my wife and I uh, decided to relocate. So now I'm in Southwest Virginia, and people here are much nicer. We recently voted in, I don't know, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh Glenn Youngkin, yeah, the yeah. new governor, Youngkin. right? Because the old one was teaching or was promoting critical race theory in schools and you know, other things, dealing with COVID and whatnot. And things seem to be a lot better now. People are more social. You know, they're they're going to uh, gatherings, they're going to church, and they're, they're being a community again. So it got me thinking about your organization, Bond. And I I wanted to ask you, to talk a little bit about Bond and what, how long it's been around, what you do with it, and and like maybe if things have changed, like is it growing, is it getting better? Tell me a little bit about Bond. Well, Bond is the uh, Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny, and we are rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man, bringing back the order of God, of God in Christ, Christ in man, man over woman, woman over children. And uh, we have an entrepreneur uh, academy where we are teaching young men how to start businesses or if they've already started some of them, we help enhance it. We um, um, encourage people, men to get jobs and become responsible, get away from mama after 18 years of age, they need to move out of their homes. We tutor, we counsel. Uh, I counsel with men and women around the world, either by phone or FaceTime, or some of them, if they're in L.A. area, they come in for counseling. Um, we, uh, we, uh, we have our church service on Sunday mornings. The men's meeting every, for men only, every first Thursday night of the month. And then for ladies only, every third Thursday night of the month. And so we have grown, it is, more than I ever imagined that it could be. We're really? building a network of uh, a network of conservative talk show hosts. I want a 24-hour network where all men, all conservative, and mostly millennial men, because millennials have not 
grown up. And so a lot of you guys are waking up now and they're taking control of their lives. And so we're building this network of men 24 hours. Right now we have the hate report, H-A-K-E report. It comes on right after my show from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. And then the Anchor Baby's new show, Nick is Anchor Baby. And he's on Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific time. So we're building a radio network. We are encouraging men to buy land, to uh, start businesses, because a man is supposed to lead and not follow. So I have to tell you, Brian, I never imagined that Vaughn would be such as it is today. And I'm very grateful. We've been around for 31 years. And uh, it's just more than what I can imagine. We're helping people around the world now of all races, mm. all ages. And it's mind blowing to me. Mm. So you've been running Bond for over 30 years. 31, Has it years. Always, 31 years. Has it always been growing steadily? Or was there like a sudden, you know, more recent spike in growth? Because I think the reason why I ask is I think that the suffering that we're all experiencing is becoming more apparent to people. And I yeah. think men in particular are trying to find where their next, you know, quest or adventure is, if that makes sense. They're looking yeah. for some way to, to uh, serve or grow or whatever. Right. So I was wondering, is it, is it a recent phenomenon? Like have you noticed more people signing up more recently or is it Absolutely. kind of a steady thing? Well, when we first started out 31 years, it just seemed to be a little growth. I don't, I didn't really measure it, but it was mm -hmm. just happening. Right. And then you're right. All of a sudden it just exploded. And we started getting, uh, uh, I do my radio show from not, uh, 6 a.m. to 9 to to 9 a.m. Pacific time, right? Uh, Pacific Center time, and all of a sudden it just exploded, and and I believe it is due to the attack upon men. Men are the most hated species on this side of heaven because they represent God. They're sons of God, even when they're weak, they're still the son, but they're just lost. Yeah, and and so men are under attack. And women are suffering with depression, anxiety, and worry, and men are being controlled by women. So I think that does have a lot to do with it. They are trying to understand now, how do you overcome this anger so you can overcome fear? Because when you overcome anger, you no longer have to deal with fear. So it has a lot to do with the COVID thing now and all that crap. People are afraid they're suffering. And maybe I think that has something to do with it, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you, why do you think we are attacking men? Why is that happening? Why have we been doing this for this long? Is it is it simply because men represent God? Why would someone do that? Because it's a, our battle is a spiritual battle. It's a warfare between good and evil. And evil hate good and good hate evil. And men represent good. They represent God. And women represent evil. They represent Satan. Satan is their daddy. And so mm -hmm. Satan is working through the women and through men who have not overcome mama. Because any man that has anger is a woman. He has his mother's identity. You become like what you hate, right? And it's abnormal for men to have anger. It's not a normal state for men. It's abnormal for women too, but it's more 
normal abnormal for women than it is for men at all. And so for men who have not overcome that female mentality and the hatred of the heart, they too are attacking men. And men are under attack because they're the light of the world and the salt of the earth, and the darkness hate the light and hate the salt. So that's why men are under attack today. And that's why they destroy the homes. You take the yeah. men out of the homes, it's easy to control the women and children. You take men out of a business, it's easy to destroy the business. You take real men out of government or the schools, and you can bring in the, the daughters of Satan, it's real easy to, because women are very emotional. They live in their heads. They're, they have doubt, they have fear, and they, they worry, they have anxiety, and they can't help it. It's not them, per se, it's but it's the spirit that, that made, made a, a home, home in them. In them. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, what you uh, have said is that because uh, women tend to, you know, like be in their own head all the time, yeah. they tend to worry, then if you look at this in a spiritual sense, it's like they're having conversations with their ego or their inner self or some other force, right? And it's it's having an influence not just on, you know, uh, their emotions, but the way that they view reality, the way yes. that, you know, it, it changes how they see the world. So they, they become resentful of the men around them and even their own children. Is that what you would say? Absolutely. And because of Satan being their daddy, it's because God above is the man's God and the God below is the woman's God. Satan is the woman's God. So evil works up through the woman. And because of that, she tried to control the world around her, her the children, the man's children, the man, uh, everything, so that she's trying to look for peace. She wants peace. And she thinks by controlling these things will bring her peace, but it only make her worse. And it destroys the children. It destroys the man because there's no love in it. It's only evil. It's only hatred. And so that's why men have to be born of the father so that the woman can no longer be their God, and then they can bring the woman out of the hell that she's in. But as long as you are like your mother by not forgiving her, you cannot handle the woman because it's like trying to deal with your mother, and every woman the man get involved with is his mother. He become the boy, and she become the mama. All right. Uh, so I got a bunch <laughs> of different things I want to touch on. I think it's great. I've been I watch your show every morning when with my coffee. So, um, what is a slut maker? A slut maker is a man that has sex out of wedlock. Um, and because, in all honesty, and, and it happened because when you're in that fallen state, the woman is your god. So you try to get love from the woman, but women don't have love. Women receive love, but they don't have love. And so they're trying to get love because they hate their mama. And they think by screwing their mama, which is the same spirit of the woman, they're going to get love. But any man that has sex out of wedlock is a slut maker. And any woman that has sex out of wedlock is a slut. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because she's looking for love, but all she get is screwed. Yeah, right. And um, slut maker is not, you know, uh, is are the terms slut and slut maker meant to 
be judgments against those people or no. do you just see them as a description of just happening? It's just a description of what we all do in that fallen state, right? Yeah. And it is, we shouldn't take it seriously. It's enough to see that, yeah, we are slap makers in that fallen state, but don't hate, don't judge ourselves or anyone for being that way. Then you can overcome it. But yeah. it's just a, a term where people would look at themselves and see if it's true or not. Because my whole purpose in life is to turn every man, every woman back to the father, you know, overcome the mother by being born of the father. And once they are born of the father, the rest is easy. But they have to get to know themselves in order for that to happen. Hmm. Uh, okay. So I want to talk about Christianity. Uh, I don't know a ton about it. I'm not a, I'm not an atheist, but I'm not like a born again or any of those. So I'm I'm asking questions about this. What were you oh, gonna okay. say? So you don't believe in God? Um <laughs> I don't know. I mean I, I'm I'm I want to. And that's as far as I am right now. My right. wife though, she's she's become uh, you know, uh sold on on God thing. She believes in a you know the creator and all that and it's actually helped her she has a lot more inner peace you yeah. know so yeah. i think it's good for her but but why the reason, don't you believe in god um i guess it's something that i haven't quite reckoned with i i'm not an i'm not uh uh and i'm not an atheist though i've all i i was raised catholic um but the Catholic Church, I'm not a big fan of, and I don't think it's because of God. I think it's uh, <clears throat> the problem with the church itself, which is the yeah. thing I wanted to talk to you about, that there yeah. are problems within Christian churches all over the world. Um, but I'd like to find, like, you know, uh, the best possible path, right, to God. If, if so, like, it's I'm, I'm looking I guess I would put it. So you believe there is a God, you just don't believe in him? I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. Do you believe there is a God? Um, this is a, this is a really hard question. It's, uh, I, you know, I, I, um, I do think there is something like a higher power. I do. Uh, I guess you could say it's God. Yeah. And wh why do you believe there's such a thing as a higher power um, why do you um, believe that well i i think that you could say it's the same thing as god but the reason why i think is because i'm looking at if you just look at history and you look at what values um people have like tried to pass on what wisdom and you look in the bible and i have a bible verse that i'd like to read later it is trying to essentially pass the love of God on to future generations, right? And yeah, it's doing yeah. that through wisdom. And I agree with all of the wisdom. I think that it's all important. I, I think that the the you need something that tells you how to live your best life, yeah. right? How mm -hmm. to like uh, do whatever you can to confront and endure suffering because suffering is normal it's the normal state of being for for us well, it's not really normal for christians and, yeah but because we have identified with it the ego the mind and the ego we think mm -hmm. that is normal but for children of god 
it's totally abnormal. It just seems to be normal if you identify with it. Okay. You are, let me ask, what, so your wife, was she an atheist when you married her and she became a Christian? Uh, you know, we didn't really have those conversations. You know what? I, I would say yes. I think she was. And then we got married. And it was actually probably right around the time that we got married that she started thinking that there was there had to be more yeah. right, than just the material, I, than just the yeah. earthly. So she started going down that road and I'm cautiously taking a similar path, which is why, like I said, I've been watching your content because here's the thing. And I want to ask you about this. Yeah. I'm not trying to change the subject because we can come back to, you know, uh, this if you want. But um, the church has been, I think, uh, one of the it was one of the first things to get, I'd say, corrupted by this kind of uh egocentric or leftist ideology yeah. so uh and i wanted to ask because even though you are a christian um you seem to find yourself like in a lot of debates and arguments with other christians that you know they're trying to like make Christianity more palatable or they're yeah. trying to make it more inclusive and they're putting women in positions of authority, like as pastors and reverends as well. And you disagree with that. And so I, I think Christianity as a church institution has changed. I don't know a ton about it, but I've been watching this. Right. Yeah. And it's become more and more progressive, which is, you know, kind of feminist, you know, gynocentric thing. So, that I guess I wanted to know what your general thoughts are. Do you agree with what I've seen in the Absolutely. church? Yeah. Well, <laughs> and and our bodies are the temple of the Father, right, of God. But what it is, the church leaders do not know God. They have not been born again of the fathers. They intellectually know him, and they put on these robes, and they go around and preach about him and talk about him but their hearts have not been changed. They have no love. And so they are like real enemies of God because going around and intellectually teaching people about God is preventing them from examining themselves and returning to the Father. And so that's why it's so easy for them to go along with the world, with the world is like women becoming preachers and leaders and all that stuff in the church because they are still afraid of women. They have the woman's nature. They know about God, but they do not know him. They don't have a relationship with him. They, uh, they are the enemies. Some of the worst enemies of God are the, are the preachers, intellectual preachers who are preaching about him and talking about him and shouting about him because they don't know him at all. There's yeah. no way you can be born of God. Your heart been changed from hate to love and then see all this stuff going on and think that it's the right thing. Children of God, men and women who are truly been born again, they know that women should never lead. Women, it's not in their nature to lead. It is in the nature of the woman to follow, to obey her husband or to follow the man, right? But if you're not been born again of the father, you don't know that. And even if you know it, you won't be able to say it out loud because you won't be, your ego, the ego will not be able to handle the attacks that would come for you. And so yeah. they're, they're really walking a, 
uh, a thin line. They don't know God at all. So you know that, I, I know you know this, one of the seven deadly sins, this is something I talked to my wife, Yeah, is pride. And right. it's the most dangerous of all of them. And I don't mean this for anyone. I mean, like in general, you guys could see that that is there is a lot of danger in it because that's where the, it's not just the 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 where the ego can live, but it's also where you get this uh, kind of I don't know if you're familiar with the term postmodern postmodernism or uh, standpoint theory, which basically says that our reality is how we perceive things so it's personal and so like what i think is real is just as important <laughs> as the truth or more yeah. important than the truth right yeah, and so right. that comes from the ego it comes from narcissism and so this is why you have people who are struggling with their identity which is a big problem right now right where people yes. you know people think they're women when they're men or they think they're men when they're women or they think that you know they're they have like a drug addiction or an alcoholic addiction and they think it defines yeah. them right yeah. um so i wanted to know what you think about pride and how that might relate to those issues pride is truly truly the nature of satan is evil. And in the nature of Satan, everything is about me. Don't hurt my feelings. Make me feel good. Give me this or give me that. You got to agree with me or you don't. I'm going to get angry. But pride is the nature of Satan. And so anyone and everyone, anyone, I don't care who you are, where you live, how much money you have or don't have, your friends or no friends, your color, male or female, anyone that has anger, has pride. They're a prideful person. And they think they know what they want. They think that they can see when they're really blind. Uh, because anyone that has anger cannot see. They're living in darkness and don't realize it. And they think that the decision they make, the judgments that they make are their own, but they have identified with that nature of evil thinking that it's them. And yeah. so you can't, and because Satan is their daddy, they cannot help but have pride. And that's why you have the races fighting against one another. Each race think they're better than the other one. And the races are jealous of one another. Men are jealous of other men. Women are jealous of other women and of men because it's all pride. It's about me. It's not about anything else. In that, there is no love. So anyone and everyone who has anger has pride. And they'll protect that uh, pride, which is evil, thinking that they're protecting themselves. They don't want you to hurt their feelings. They don't want you to disagree with them. They don't want to be reminded that they are wrong. And that is the nature of evil. And that's not the same as confidence, right? No. Because we need confidence, which I think build. So what's the, because uh, one of the other things I notice is that people are very prideful, but they're also really insecure. There's Everyone a who this. has anger is insecure. Everyone. They have fear. They have doubt. And nature, uh, Satan nature is fear. Satan is afraid. And he's, that's why he doesn't want you to wake up. He doesn't want the light to shine on him. He has fear. So anyone who has fear, has doubt, worry, anxiety, 
depression and suicidal thoughts, uh, all that stuff. What they're saying is they have the nature of Satan and they have totally identified with it. And no medication or anything is going to solve that. The only thing that will cause them to overcome it is that they must overcome the spirit of anger, which is the spirit of Satan. You can't control anger. You can't have a little bit of it. You have to overcome it, period. And God will take it away when you see that you're wrong for judging, especially when you started with the parents first. And then confidence, there's nothing left but confidence. But it's not your confidence. It's the father's confidence that made a home in you. When he take away the fear and all that, the only thing that left is courage. You, mm. you can deal with all things. Mm. And that's something that Amazing. we definitely need more of, right? And yeah, but it's courage. not going to happen until you overcome anger. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, have you ever heard of a term called gynocentrism? No, I'm not. Not gyno, it's gynocentrism. So we have this concept in men's uh, right circles or in the manosphere circles. Gynocentrism is the idea that we live in a society that prioritizes women over men. Yeah. But we put women first in all yeah. things. And because we put women first, we... You know, men are mistreated, they're dismissed, they don't get the help they need, uh, and women are conversely affected negatively in their own ways because we overly coddle them, we we send them, you know, welfare, social security, <laughs> we pay for their abortions, we pay for their housing, right? Yeah, but yeah. It, it also manifests in, in, like, regular interactions. Like, if a woman, let's say a man and a woman are out somewhere in a public place and a woman should decides she's angry at him and so she shouts this man's trying to hurt me yeah. and even though there's no evidence you know a bunch of other men mostly will come and you know beat the guy up because they think yeah. that he's trying to hurt the woman that's gynocentrism that impulse right so uh, first of all i wanted to ask you what you think about that as an idea and also is christianity at least like in in some ways, is that not also gynocentric right now, at least? Well, um, excuse me, I've not heard of that term, but what I've noticed is that the world make up words to deceive you about reality. In reality, I have a battle, it's a spiritual battle. It's either right or wrong, good or evil. And in reality, women represent evil and when you cater to that because the woman is all ego that's the nature of satan right and when you cater to her you really encourage her to become worse rather than getting better because you're not correcting her with perfect love and so they they do have it set up when the world is rotating around a woman a woman can beat a man up and he is not allowed to to fight back he is not allowed to defend himself that's evil. You're bringing out the hell out of the woman because when she see that this man is just going to let that, I would never let that happen, but if she see men with letting that happen, you're just making her worse. Yeah. It's not getting better because she's going to hate you for allowing her to do that, to yell at you in, in the public and you just sit there and take it. She's, 
She's going to hate you for your weakness. But that's what the world wants because they want to destroy men and they want to use women to destroy the country and create a socialist society. Um, so they're catering to the ego of the woman because the world is of Satan. It, you know, Satan ruled the world. Unless you've been born again and you overcome the world, you don't get your identity from people, places, or things at all. Then you could be in the world and you won't be personally affected by that. But they are intentionally building and encouraging the uh, ego of the woman because they know that they can work. They can bring destruction through her. And that's why they're doing that. It's a horrible mistake, but they're catering to the, to the woman. They want to bring in socialism, communism, and the best way to do it is bring the woman in and it'll come through her. I saw that happen to the Blacks. And not all, not all, but most of the Blacks. Because when I was growing up, Blacks were leaders of their own life. God led them, and they, it was the family raising the children. But once they had that phony civil rights movement, which should have never happened, it was one of the worst things that happened to the Blacks. They turned their lives over to the so-called Black leaders of the civil rights movement. And then those people sold them over to the Democratic Party for a welfare check. And they said that you have to take the father out of the home. When you took the father out, you took the son of God out so there was no more light. And now Black people are a mess because mm -hmm. they have catered to the Black woman and they have destroyed the Black man. And so it's all ego for the woman, and they know that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I grew up in, the, in Black neighborhoods and poor areas, and there are, there are very, very few fathers yeah. around. And so it basically just gets a bunch of really angry beta yeah. males, basically, right? I mean... Absolutely. They, be, they yeah. become just like their mama. If you notice, even with the public schools, when I was growing up, the public school was headed up by men. The principals were men. Most of the teachers were men. They had female teachers, but the teachers understood the order of God, right? And so they didn't try to outdo the man. They didn't feel in competition with the man. But as soon as they removed the man from the home, they also removed him from the schools the public schools, and look at the schools now, they are a mess. Mm. Satan is ruling the uh, public school system to the point that they don't even, or they're governmental schools, but to the point that they don't even want the parents to be involved in the curriculum, oh. curriculum for the children. They want to tell the children what to do, what to think, and, and, and get rid of the parents. Don't even let the parents know about it. Yeah, it's, very, it's really weirdly predatory. There's... Uh... There's a lot of weird stuff going on with public schools and children. That's pretty creepy. So What's I got to worse though, just oh, yeah. real fast. What even yeah, worse yeah. is that these women are on such an ego trip that, and they think they're in competition with men. They want to be like a man. They wouldn't even send their children off to the public school, knowing how they are just so they could go out and pretend to be a man. They go out and get a job. They have this fake idea of manhood. They don't love their children. They sacrifice their children to the public school so that they can feel like a man, think they're a man and they're not. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to come back to that, but I got a super chat uh, from Egregious Charles. He sends us $10. Thank you, Charles. And he says, I've attempted Christian marriage twice. 
and both times was unilaterally divorced by my ostensibly Christian wife at great cost to me. I don't think Christian marriage is legally available. Now what? <laughs> so he, um, yeah, I guess, I guess what he, he's trying or he has tried a couple times to do this the Christian way. And uh, the woman as he's been divorced two times by Christian women, supposedly Christian. And he's wondering like what he should do, I guess. Um, and he doesn't believe that Christian marriage is legally available. What does he mean by that? Not really sure. Um, oh. But okay. I, I, all I can respond to is what I did get. Right. But yeah, that's basically it. One of the worst things that a man can do, those who want to get married, have a family, is to marry a Christian woman. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, wait, wait a minute. So a Christian woman is one of the worst things. Okay. Yes. So because how? they're they're Bible thumpers, okay. and they have read the Bible, they have been taught by other Christian women, and they think that they are equal par with a man because their egos have been built by reading the Word, and so by reading the Word, they think they know God when they really don't. I know so many men, and I've dated women like that, but I know so many men who have been married, gotten married, they went to church and got a wife. And the wife will hell because <laughs> she is just like the secular woman with a degree. A man should never, ever, 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 but never, 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 ever marry a woman with a degree because in her ego state of mind, she thinks she's equal to a man. And women with degrees and Bible thumper women never make for a good wife and a good mother because. They're jealous of men. They want to be equal to the man, and they're not going to second. They're not going to follow him. They'll make him follow them, but they won't follow him. And they do not make for good wives and good mothers. How can you tell the difference between a Bible thumper Christian woman <laughs> and a good Christian woman? Or do we not want to bother with a good Christian woman? Is it not even <laughs> worth it for men to try to find one? A woman that's truly been born of the father, that she has forgiven her mother because she realized her mother turned on against her father, and the anger she has for her father is not of her own, but it is her mother identity made. She see her father the way she, her mother sees. When she go and forgive her mother, and then forgive her earthly father and love her father, she will make for a perfect wife, because she loved the role. Because God will establish her in her role in life. She will see clearly, and she will love being a woman and, and following her husband. There will be no competition. And so that's the only kind of woman that a man should marry is one that has returned to the father, truly returned, not a fake return, but truly returned. He would never, that woman would be his for life. It would be amazing. It would be. It sounds amazing. So yeah. um, is there a way to vet those women? Like yeah. if there's a man, okay, go ahead. Give, give by, me some by tips. By dating them with no sex, don't get your ego fulfilled through her because sex is not love, right? And sex makes you think you love one another when you really hate one another. But if you date, the men and women date, without that, you get to know each other, and the man should be himself. Don't put on a phony act, and the woman should be herself. So you can get to see, is this, from God, can it work? 
And in that way, if, it, if you could see before you marry that it's not going to work, you'll be able to walk away from each other without hating one another and trying to hurt one another. But if you got involved with sex and all that emotional stuff, you become one in that way. And the ego does not want to separate from that. And that's why you end up hating one another. Yeah, yeah. All right. I got another super chat from Charles and he gives us five bucks. I think he wants to follow up and he says, okay. What I mean is that the law pays women to divorce men. So yeah. it's profitable for them. So the law makes it almost impossible to make a permanent marriage. That That is a problem of the government. But yes, that is a problem yeah. that women. That is a problem. Of. But again, if you don't look for a wife, seek first the kingdom of God and his right, and his right way along with nothing else. Love God with all your heart, soul, and might. Don't look for a wife or a woman look for a husband, he would put the wife, the right wife in your life. He'll give you your wife. He'll add it on to you if it's meant to be. And that woman would be your wife for a lifetime. But if you look for a woman or a wife or whatever, you're putting her before God, and you're going to end up with this, the uh, daughter of Satan, and you're just going to catch hell. Don't look for anything. Only seek the kingdom of heaven, and all will be added unto us, no matter what. Uh, do you think that marriage is generally a good idea today or a bad idea? Well, marriage is only if you want a family, if you want children. If you don't want children, there's no reason to be married. Paul said, and I quote, in the Bible, it's better not to be married. But if you want a family, like if you want children, then yes, you should get married. But if you don't want children, there's no reason to get married. Not at all. Uh, I know a lot of people say they get married because they don't want to be lonely or they don't want to be alone or blah, 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 right? That's not, those are not reasons to get married because if you feel lonely, it's because you separated from the father. You have an emptiness, a void, and because you've been turned away from your father and you're trying to fulfill it with some type of exterior stuff and that's not going to work. So if you're lonely, return to the father. If you think you're going to get old, be alone. Return to the Father. He will fulfill that, and you can see that you're never alone. You will not experience loneliness at all. I guess loneliness is a bit of the ego again. 100%. It's a separation from the Father. Mm. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, I understand. And, um, and I keep mentioning the Father because if you don't love your earthly Father, for those who have not heard me say this before, and if you don't love your earthly father, you're never going to love God. You will never know him. You'll know about him, but you won't ever love him. So you will never become a son born of the father. And so you got to love because fathers represent God. They're sons of God on earth. And when you hate the son, you hate the father. So, and God even said, how can you say you love me and hate your father? You never seen me. But yet you say you love me, and you see your father, and you hate your father. That's why, because he is Christ on earth. And if you hate the son, you hate the father. You would never know God. Um, so since we're talking about this and the spiritual nature of healing. And by the way, just oh, yeah. to say that Christianity is the best religion on this side of heaven. And it comes <laughs> from within, right? Yeah. No other religion. From what I can tell, I've been saying it for years and no one has proved me wrong. 
Christianity is the best religion because it's the only religion that requires that you be born again, that you admit you're wrong for playing God and you're born again of the Father. No other religion that I'm aware of asks that you examine yourself and overcome that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, I've, I've thought a lot about Christianity, specifically the Abrahamic religions and how they're different from each other. Yeah. And one of the things that I do think is really interesting and unique with Christianity is that, um, to my understanding, and I could be wrong, Judaism is something that you are born into, like you're part of the tribe or you're not. Right. And so it, it's kind of, uh, there might be more to it. Like you could marry into a Jewish family and be Jewish, I think. But it's it is kind of exclusive because it's it's about you know the Hebrews and they were a specific tribe of people that God was you know protecting right and then when it comes to Islam, uh, Islam is all about conversion right but there is like a threat of force in some Islamic countries where if you don't become a Muslim then there will be problems right they 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 yeah. sort of pressure you and if it if they become influential enough they'll make it the law they'll change they'll do it through the government right yeah. um but christianity to my understanding doesn't do that it's about choice the choice is the most important part of it in fact it's like when christ chose to die on the cross to save everyone's sins the reason why it's a big deal is because he chose to make the sacrifice and i think the story of christ is the story of all men. You know, it's yeah. like what men do. Does that make sense? Am I, I don't, I'm not a theologian, but that's my guess. Well, one thing about um, the Allah Abba religion, it's not about <laughs> love. Right. Because they hate the Christians. They think that Christians and Jews are infidels and worthy of death and that you can deceive them in any way you want in order to destroy them. So that's not about love. And anything that's not about love is of hate, right? Christianity is about love. We have to love one another as God loves us. We have to even love our enemies and, and wish everybody well. We can't even go and try to get revenge or anything because perfect love can see that people can't help themselves. They have not returned to the Father. And when Christ came, he didn't make a choice to do what he did. It was given it? unto him to do that. He okay. came so that he was sent here by the Father so that we can have a way to overcome the world, to overcome hell. Because prior to that, we didn't, the human beings didn't have a way out. And uh, it wasn't enough to just talk about the truth or read about it. There was not a spiritual way out. And so God sent Christ that we may have a way out where we did not have that before. And likewise, when we are suffering as a result of being turned away from God, at some point, if you don't see it for yourself, your suffering would cause you to see, that's why you must know yourself, that you're wrong for hating, wrong for having anger. And when you can see that you're wrong, you go and forgive, then you return to the Father, you have peace. But you got to see that you're wrong for it, not because someone said it, but because you get to know yourself and you will see that you're angry. Hmm. Uh, okay. So uh, the other thing I wanted to 
ask you about because I thought this was really interesting. We've been on this show, we talk a lot about men's issues and the way that men are treated by our government, our schools, our other institutions, right, that are supposed to care about people, but they're really bad at helping men in almost yeah. every way. And yeah. they, they basically just contribute to the abuse that men start experiencing from, from the moment they're born, right? From yes. maybe even before that. Uh, like sometimes mothers, you know, they're drinking and smoking while they're carrying a baby and the, <laughs> the baby comes out. He's already traumatized, right? Yeah. Um, so one of the things that we talk about is therapy and mental health care. Now, I, I'm starting to think that it's not really good for men or women, but it is in particular not useful to men. I don't know if you've seen this, but the American Psychological Association put out a a statement about how they were going to uh, to conduct therapy on men going forward for all therapists, psych psychologists, you know, etc. That it was going to be based in this feminist idea of toxic masculinity. Yeah. And I don't know if you've you've heard of toxic masculinity, Jesse. I have, yes. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to use that as the frame to help men. And I've noticed that a lot of people are seeking therapy, especially white people. Something is wrong with white people, but they are um, uh, in, involved in therapy and they're getting medicated and they're getting treated, you know, I think really poorly. I think it could be borderline abusive. So you did a segment on one of your shows that talked about uh, why therapy in your, in your mind does not work. So I want you to talk a little bit about it and like say, what is it? I mean, I think I know what you're going to say because it's the same. <laughs> but what is it you think uh, is the problem with therapy and what and what do men what should they be looking for instead? Um, the. Um, I've said over and over again. That a man should never, ever, 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 but never a woman either, but especially a man go and see a therapist. People with degrees have no sense at all. They're all on an ego trip. And so they don't know how to help you. And then men should never, ever, 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 but never tell the woman his issues because she will use that against them. I don't care if it's his mama, his girlfriend, his fiance, his wife, a so-called therapist uh, or female doctor or anything. And even you should be careful with men who have not overcome mama to tell them their private issues, right? Because they will use it against you. Our battle is a psychological or psycho, psychological spiritual issue. They have anger and giving them medications and turning them into a woman even more so by identifying with the spirit of woman by trying to make them hate masculinity is only making the situation worse. If men want to return to being men, they got to overcome the spiritual issue of hate. They must drop the anger. Anger is evil. It's hatred. And it'll cause you to live it in the head, and every decision you make will destroy you and weaken you. It doesn't make you strong. And people with degrees don't know that. It's a waste of time to get a degree, and it's a waste of time to go to these people for help. They are as dumb as a donut. They have no idea what they're talking about. They remind me of the 
are the priests who have learned the Bible. They know the word. In the beginning, there was the word. But they don't know the heart of God. They don't know that it's a spiritual issue. And so men are dealing with these psychological issues. They need to get to know themselves so they can overcome anger. And then they will be fine. But as long as they stay angry and they take medication or they end up on drugs, they're only going to get worse rather than get it better. It is a spiritual mental issue, not a physical one. Yeah, yeah. And that's for sure and without a doubt. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so let me uh and let me people ask with degrees some. are dumb. <laughs> I know, I know. They're some I, of the dumbest people I ever see. Yeah, yeah. They well, they don't it's a lack of wisdom, right? Yes, There's, they have no wisdom at all. That's common sense. It's common they have sense. No that's common missing. sense, that's right. Yeah, they and they think they can just treat people like um we're just a bunch of brain activity, right? That's why they give us pills. They 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 try to suppress this emotion and then lift this one up. And I've noticed that people I've never done therapy, okay? But I've noticed I've known people that did, and it they they're the they're more depressed and nihilistic than ever. Absolutely. You know, they, if they if they start popping pills to make them feel uh, artificial happiness. Yes. Uh, it doesn't seem to last, you know, like it wears off and they feel even worse than because before. It's a spiritual issue, man. That's why. And then these people with degrees, they prop themselves up by saying that, oh, I have a PhD. I have a STD. I have <laughs> a, a psychological. I have eight, eight degrees and they give you the false uh, sense of them being smart and they're really not. And they put themselves over you by telling you they have all these degrees because they're trying to deceive you. They don't want you to know that they are dumb as a doorknob and they have no idea what they're talking about. So that's why they name off their degree. My name is Dr. Jojo or my name is Dr. Susan. Immediately, you're supposed to see them as being smart, but that's when you really should run away from them and not toward them. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, so I want to ask some quick fire questions uh, because we're almost at the hour. And I know, I mean, if I could, I would say we'll put you in the hot seat, but I don't have the little video clip for that. So, um, <laughs> but okay. So, have you ever heard of the term Gnosticism? I have. Okay, so what is Gnosticism and what do you think about it? It's evil and it's it? self gratification. Hmm. That's interesting because you have said that one of the things that I thought was the case with Gnosticism is that um, we are not this, like this physical form, right? right. It's not us. We're, we yes. are the spirit inside, yes. right? And you believe that's true? I know that's true. We are a spirit created in the image of God. Mm. Okay. Well, um, this Gnosticism thing is coming from anger, once again, come from anger and the people living in their heads, and everything is about them. They want to control. They want you to cater to them. They want to be made to feel good. And if you don't, they'll try to destroy you. Yeah, yeah. I think we may have our, our wires crossed. I, I didn't mean narcissism. I meant oh. no, Gnosticism. It's G -N oh, I don't know what that is then. 
Oh, okay, okay. Gnosticism is, well, something I don't really know a lot about, but I thought I would ask you if you've ever heard of it. Uh, okay, so what is a woman? What is a woman? Hmm? Uh, one that has grown from being a girl to a woman of God. I see. So you believe then, does that mean that you believe that most or she's women- grown from being a lady into she turned into a woman. Yeah. Because most ladies do not become women. They'd be they're just ladies all the time about themselves. Right. So it's something that you a woman is like a man. It's something that you have to grow into. Right? A man a man grow from malehood to manhood. And he's confident within himself. He loves what's right. He's guided by that. His heart is of love. And so he brings love into the, the love come through him into the world. Okay. What is fellowship? Something that you say a lot, <laughs> you talk about a lot on your show, especially it's with when church. You, and... it's, it's when you get together, especially at a church or something, or even at any gathering, really. And you don't teach the people, but you edify one another. You correct, you edify. And that's why God said, let no one teach you. No man, don't let anyone teach you. You hear what they have to say, but let it go in one ear and out the other, other one. And you have the Holy Spirit inside, and he would teach you all things. But if you let some human beings teach you, you would be deceived. And you believe that fellowship or men, men spending time with other men, you think uh, that that is uh, something that is important to developing manhood? No, it's not important to develop manhood, but if they get together and they can edify one another, being point one another in the, the right direction to go toward God and not away from God, then that would be good. But if they're trying to be your teacher or they have you beating on drums or they have <laughs> you. <laughs> you mean going in the woods and smoking pot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's not good at all. It's hurting you and not helping you. Okay. Okay. Um, no, but, but I do, I, 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 I think that there is something about men, uh, getting together. I'm not saying beating on drums and doing drugs, but getting together to create bonds with each other, bonds of fellowship that is important. And the reason why I suspect it is because whenever men get together, Women complain. They don't want men doing that. Have you noticed that? Yeah, because they're jealous. of The woman is jealous of the man. And so when men get together, the spirit in the woman becomes jealous of that, and it causes her to want to destroy it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you used to be a slut maker. Is that right? Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> how did you... Uh, how did you... Uh, Fix that? How did you correct that? You still well, talk? I, you I didn't kids? fix it. I didn't fix it. But when God allowed me to see, because I have tried to change my life, excuse me, and I can change my life. And so God allowed me to see, because I asked, let me see myself. Why am I so emotional? Why am I so beta to women? Yeah, beta male, real beta male. <laughs> he allowed me to see that. I resented my mother because prior to that, I thought I loved my mother. I had the emotional feeling of what I thought was love, but he allowed me to see that I resented her 
were trying to turn me away from my father, impose a will on me, trying to control, right? And when I saw that, it, it was a sad thing because I didn't know that. And it wasn't like this fake sadness that come from anger, but it was a real sadness for being wrong. And I went and forgave her. Once I forgave her, and I didn't know this would happen, the woman was no longer my God. The role reversed, where it's man over the woman rather than woman being over the man. And that's how I was able to overcome that. And I guess the sadness you're feeling is of the ego dying. Is, when the, well, is, it, is it sad when the ego dies, if you allow it to die? It is pure light and life and joy when the ego dies. It's freedom. And then even before the ego completely die, if you don't identify with it as you, you can still have peace and joy while the ego is dying because you're keeping it alive by identifying with it. But when you stop identifying with it as though it's you, it would die and you would see that it's dying and you would have peace. You just have to stop identifying with it. Then it has to die because the light of God shines on it and it destroys that spirit. Well, then what was the sadness you think that you felt? It wasn't the dying ego. Well, being wrong for judging, for playing God. Oh, I see. A yeah. guilt? It wasn't like a guilt. It was like, And I know it came from God, but it was like a sadness. I had never felt that before. It's not like a fallen state sadness, but it was like a sadness for seeing that I had been playing God and didn't know it. And I was wrong. And it came and it left. It didn't stay that long, but it, it was knowing that I was wrong because I couldn't see that my mother couldn't see. I didn't know that she couldn't help herself. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I know we've gone a little over. I'm going to ask you yeah. one more question. Did you have okay. fun? I had fun. Thank you, man. It was amazing. <laughs> and Thank I do you. remember now being on the show a couple of years ago. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. We talked more about uh, what was going on in the black community and whatnot, because yeah. they're like the canary in the coal mine, right? Whatever's happening with them is going to happen to all of us. So we got to use that. Right. As the way to know this is what we want to avoid while yeah. we try to save them. Most blacks are a mess. And, <laughs> yes. And the same thing is happening to others because they won't stand up to the blacks. They won't show them love by being honest. Let me ask before I go, are you the head of your wife? Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. It was uh it was uh we we have it all organized. She asked me to do that. She said, I need you to be the leader. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Right um, on, man. Well, yeah. thanks for having me on, man. It was amazing. I enjoyed it. Yes. Thank thank you so much. Uh, I did get another super chat from Egregious Charles. Gives us two bucks, and he says, thanks, Jesse. I think that you are admired, even if people disagree with you. I think yeah. that what you're doing is very, very important. So do you have any final thoughts for our audience? Any advice or suggestions before I close it? close it out? Number one, you're never going to have peace until you become an individual. You got to stop identifying with the group. You got to stop having anyone over you, especially men as their leaders. A wife is supposed to obey her husband, but you got to become your own man. You must go and forgive your mother to return to the father, 
I have a silent prayer on my YouTube channel, Silent Prayer, www.silenceprayer.com. You got to oh, be is still. Is it a dot video? I'm sorry? Isn't it dot video? Oh, silent yeah, prayer, dot, dot video. video. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Silent, www.silentprayer.video. You got to be still and know God. You got to be still so he can destroy that ego that's not you. Stay with the silent prayer and paradise on earth shall be yours. But you got to drop the anger. That's the only way you're going to be free. Are you optimistic about the future? I am. Do you think things are going to get better? I do. Aging? And right. the reason for that, because there are men and women waking up around the world, not just in America. And greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Satan has no power. Angry people have no power. They only have intimidation. So when you return to the Father, you overcome fear, and you see that the intimidation is not strength. It's a weakness, and you're able to overcome it. So I have hope that America will be, come back and become America again. We are a Judeo-Christian nation. We will return to that because of the power of the Father. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jesse, for coming on right. the show. It's so good to see you. Uh, and maybe we'll talk again sometime and catch up. You know, uh, for those of you guys that are watching, uh, if you like this video, please hit like, subscribe if you're not already subscribed, hit the bell for notifications, leave us a comment. And most importantly, please share this video uh, because sharing is caring. And also, I mean, people should, they should be exposed to these perspectives, right? So, uh, thank you so much for coming on today's episode of the Fireside Chat, and we will talk to you guys in the next video. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.